On Thursday evening, California Governor Gavin Newsom issued a stay-at-home order. His action takes the moves made by Los Angeles and San Diego counties statewide, essentially mandating social distancing amid the coronavirus outbreak. Still, the move created confusion among the state's businesses, as some argued that they were considered essential services. Today is Friday, March 16th. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your Coronavirus Update, a special episode of your San Diego News Fix. Phil Molnar, you cover real estate for the Union-Tribune, and you're helping out with our coverage with the coronavirus. So, some pretty big news happened last night, and we're still trying to wrap our heads around what's going on. What exactly happened? Let's Let's get the recap. So, Governor Gavin Newsom came out, and he asked all, basically all, Californians to shelter in place mm-hmm. and to also close all non-essential businesses. So, I mean, that goes to like bars, restaurants, a lot of different things you can think of. But what we kind of found in our reporting today, just as the smoke cleared Friday morning, is a lot of people are trying to figure out if they're an essential business and if they need to close. Mm-hmm. And more often than not, businesses are basically deciding on their own if they're essential. But also these rules about social distancing and keeping space, not having more than 10 people in the same area, those still apply, right? Oh, yeah. Big time. This was just an effort to be more extreme with it and make sure people are staying home and not spreading the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. So what are we seeing right now from businesses? Is everyone just kind of going full steam ahead or are you seeing some industries act differently? Well, it seems like a lot in San Diego, people are just deciding that their business is essential a lot of the times. Not as extreme as you might think. For instance, GameStop, Mm -hmm. it made headlines this week when it told staff that they were essentially an essential business, even though they're a video game store, because what they have is equipment that people can use to work from home. So that was kind of a a funny one. Yeah. But so... For instance, like uh, this Friday in San Diego County, Best Buy, um, it was open, but only for limited shopping. Mm -hmm. That basically meant a staffer would meet you at the door and escort you directly to items you might need. Um, But the the interesting thing is, as of Saturday, Best Buy is actually shutting down, Mm -hmm. only allowing uh, curbside pickup. So there's a lot of places like restaurants that had been trying to do like carry out items, which is still ongoing because uh, they, you know, have food and whatnot. But when you get outside of those basic industries that you might have already heard about, there's some confusion, for instance, with real estate agents. Obviously, they should not be doing open houses mm-hmm. and having tons of people walking through and gathering in close quarters. But are they really an essential business? And it kind of goes to a couple different things like they do cover shelter. So if you have to give someone keys to, say, a new apartment or a new house and you don't show up to give them their keys, then they don't have shelter. That's one sort of argument about it. Another is, according to federal guidelines about what is an essential business, they consider like financial entities, a financial sector Mm -hmm. as an essential business. So they've actually, some real estate agents have basically interpreted that as saying, well, I'm part of the financial services sector, so I'm going to keep doing my thing. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you know, it's not up to me to say if they're right or wrong, but it just seemed like business after business had their own sort of way of trying to make this work and getting around uh, these different things. For instance, we interviewed a bookstore that was essentially just taking book orders, uh, in-store pickups, but then even also driving around to be uh, basically drop them off at people's places that had bought them. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, the book catapult store in South Park was mm-hmm. doing that. So it's been sort of interesting. I mean, we're still looking for a lot of guidance. Uh, for instance, as far as the real estate agents go, I was trying to ask the California Association of Realtors if they could possibly give me their opinion and just keep they have like 200,000. Uh, if 200,000 realtors that work with them. Wow. So if they sent out an email right now and said, oh, by the way, we're not essential. You can't sell houses. I can't imagine what's going on, you know? So yeah, it's, it's going to be a tough thing as, as the time goes on. Um, pet stores are still open mm-hmm. that you'd think, uh, because, you know, food for pets is important. You know, they have to stay alive as well. Uh, but then again, we also got like a lot of calls Friday about people sort of snooping around their neighborhood. Uh, we've heard about barbershops still being open, donut makers, dog groomers. Um, yeah, it's just sort of confusing right now. And I think a lot of people are just maybe it's their own livelihood, but trying to see how much they can get away with. Yeah, that's the hard part. It's like what we've done essentially is put the economy in sleep mode. And if you're a small business or a retailer or something that operates on a slim margin, this time is really scary because we don't know how long this is going to last. And also that cash flow of, you know, bartenders and servers and all these people whose, you know, jobs are suddenly gone, that flow is gone too. So it's just like a one-two punch of confusion if you're a business. Yeah, definitely. This is a very tough time to be a business in California or any of the other states that have closed down right now. Um, I talked to an economist for this story, Chris Thornburg, that was extremely positive. I actually heard him on a different radio program last week saying around the same things. And somebody called in that got very angry angry with him. But what Chris Thornburg was saying, founding partner of Beacon Economics, is another way to look at this is even though we're seeing those unemployment numbers go up, Mm -hmm. they're not really job losses. They're more like job furloughs. So assuming that this ends in a month or two months or three months, there's some hope that the economy can just boom right back and hire everybody back. So that's what he was kind of saying. Um, You know, that's not what I'm hearing a lot of economists say, but just to give it kind of like some some sort of hope, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what he was saying. And another thing Dr. Thornburg was saying was that, you know, the Great Recession was sort of all backed. A big part of it was started with these subprime loans on homes. And when that industry collapsed, that whole those jobs didn't come back. You could be a subprime loan officer and they pretty much stopped building homes. And a lot of different aspects of the real estate industry just like were not coming back. Whereas he. Chris Thornburg argues that this is not the same situation. This, this is all these industries are shutting down all for the same reason, some outside pandemic. It's not like we all just stopped, decided to stop like buying video games or something like that. So he's trying to say that even in three months from now, 
there's a good chance if this is all over with that we go back to the economy we had two weeks ago. But that was hopeful thinking. So, but uh, <laughs> we'll have to see. Yeah, I mean, we're in truly unprecedented times. This has never happened. And I guess we're just going to have to see how bad things get because, you know, it seems like we still have a little bit further to fall before we see the true gravity of what this virus is doing to humanity itself. Yeah, exactly. And I think maybe next week is where things start to get weird because even as we're still figuring out, this is just like it's so the next day sort of we're rushing as quick as we can to figure out what this essential jobs means, what can stay open, what can't. And we're already getting readers calling us and saying, hey, uh, the car dealership across the street from me is open. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think next week we're going to be getting a lot of, I assume, tips on places that probably don't really need to be open, staying open, which also puts us in a weird position because newspapers are considered exempt. They're considered essential service. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) so, you know, we'll be reporting on, oh, this car dealership is still open and they're not supposed to be, but we're the people that, you know, won the lottery. Now we get to stay open, you know, so it's going I find it, it could be a little bit difficult reporting next week, but that's, that's the big thing I think we need to watch for. Yeah. And like some businesses are being more proactive. Like for instance, some restaurants decided to close before the orders came down from the city and the County, just because they saw they were going to lose so much money. It was better just to, you know, shut off the lights and, you know, wait a couple months. But you know, it's businesses that are on slim margins that are going to hold on as long as they can until some government says stop. Yeah, exactly. So we'll have to see what happens next week. That's when that's when we'll really see how this plays out. All right. Phil Molnar, thank you so much. Thank you. Here's today's coronavirus update. As of Friday evening, there were 131 confirmed cases. That's 26 more than yesterday. County health officials announced the region's youngest COVID-19 case. The person is 19 years old. Case totals are likely to increase as more than 1,000 have been administered, but health officials said that not everyone should be tested. An estimated 80% of people who come down with the virus have mild to moderate symptoms. Those individuals should self-quarantine at home. According to guidelines from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, sick individuals who self-quarantine should remain in their residences until they've been without a fever for three days without the aid of medication. Individuals also should not leave their house until seven days have passed since their symptoms started. A UPS employee in San Diego has been diagnosed with coronavirus, a company official confirmed on Friday. That worker is under quarantine, according to UPS spokesperson Matthew O'Connor. Chula Vista City Councilman Steve Padilla, who announced on Saturday that he tested positive for the virus, was admitted to a hospital and placed on a respirator to help with breathing difficulties. That's according to a statement from his daughter. Padilla, who also chairs the State Coastal Commission, was in the intensive care unit at UCSD Thornton Hospital. The U.S.-Mexico border is partially closed. The news sent shockwaves throughout the borderlands as people wondered how their lives would be impacted by the new prohibition on non-essential cross-border travel. Officials on both sides of the border stressed that the travel restrictions could not impede lawful trade and commerce. Additionally, people who crossed the border for work, medical appointments, or to pursue education would not be impacted as long as they have the proper authorization. The restrictions will commence at 12.01 a.m. Saturday and last at least 30 days, according to a joint statement by the U.S. and Mexico. Thank you for listening to the San Diego News Fix. 
We wanted to remind you that information is your first line of defense. The San Diego Union Tribune is dedicated to bringing the latest news in print, online, and on our podcasts. Right now, you can read our public health stories related to the coronavirus online for free without hitting the paywall. But you can get all of our news at your fingertips wherever and whenever you want if you're a subscriber. Don't miss a story. Go to uniontrib.com slash subscribe. Until next time.